0: Welcome to the Watering Hole Football Podcast.
1: Alrighty, welcome into another episode of the Watering Hole Football Podcast. I'm Dylan Mund. And I'm Colton Sorensen. And today we're going to talk about the playoff super wildcard weekend. That just happened, yep. and then we're going to preview a little bit of the, the games coming in the divisional round. But first, I do want to say off the top, uh, we have been gone for a while. Part of that is due to being sick. Uh, we had COVID a couple times. Um, and then for me personally, I, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice at all, but like my voice has been kind of fucked for like a week. And just in general, I feel like also the fatigue of the season... The end yep. of the season, the end of the Viking season, and we're just kind of, you know, I I will be honest, I in week eighteen
0: I turned off Red Zone to watch a TV show. Really? Oops! <laughs> but like, yeah. Also, I, the season is really long. Yeah. So I, it I think just kind of wore on me.
1: Yeah, I I feel that. So we've been gone for a bit. I uh, just wanted to wanted to clarify for our loyal listener um why we've been gone yeah and
0: we're back now for a week and then we'll see you after the super bowl maybe <laughs> uh
1: so a lot obviously a lot of stuff has happened since the last time we recorded and i think we'll get to a lot of the coaching stuff and you know different people that have gotten fired probably after the season
0: i i think there's more heads to fall
1: there could be uh, they haven't yet dallas possibly yeah Philly, um, possibly. Philly,
0: possibly. So
1: yeah, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get into all that later, um, but for now we are going to uh, talk about the games that happened this weekend, and uh, we're going to start on the NFC side. And I want to start the conversation because that depends on who, what game we talk about first. Uh, with a question. Okay. It's a very disingenuous bullshit question. Copy that. Okay. Who are the bigger frauds, the Eagles or the Cowboys? So,
0: I have to say, I do think it's the Cowboys. Only because the Eagles lost a lot of games before the playoffs. So, we kind of knew what was going to happen. Dallas just
1: shit the bed. So, I'm thinking Dallas. All right. So, let's talk about the Cowboys-Packers. Okay, fair enough. Um, What the fuck happened?
0: Jordan Love happened.
1: So is Jordan Love good? Yes. Is he elite?
0: He is good. I will classify him as good. We are half a year into good Jordan Love. Sure. So I'd like to see a little bit more before I
1: come I'm being a little hyperbolic here just because... I,
0: I don't know. He has been the the best quarterback over the last six weeks of the season.
1: Yeah. Including this one. Uh I think he ended the regular season with like, uh, I think he was second in touchdown passes. I think he was top five in yards. Like, especially over the last like six to seven weeks of the year, he was the best quarterback. I, I like, I don't know if that's a big stretch. Like, I don't know what happened. They were, I think they were two and five, two and six at one point. And then just flipped a switch and he just started getting it. And I I think the biggest thing is that he started doing things that I wasn't expecting him to do ever. And a lot of it is the so like earlier in the season, he was he was kind of doing these like trick shot throws, you know, falling backwards, like fadeaway jumper type shit. And it it just seemed like he he wasn't like he was doing it, it. It it almost looked like he was doing it because like he didn't trust that he could set his feet and do stuff and he was just kind of falling away while doing stuff. But as the years gone on, he's gotten better at doing that. So like it's less that they're trick shots now, and it's more like that's just how he, he's going to make that throw. And he can move in the pocket a little bit, buy a little bit of time, and just fire a ball down the field with no platform. And he's starting to get it to work. Yep. And I I don't know, man. And you got LeFleur drawing up plays that gets guys wide open by about 38 yards. And that helps. And they got Aaron Jones back, and they're running the ball pretty well now. I don't know. It's I feel like this is a dangerous team. The defense hasn't been a you know, Swiss cheese over the last couple weeks like it had been most of the year. I don't know. They're
0: they're in a good place by coming into the postseason playing their best ball. I think the biggest factor has been the young receivers have figured it out. Yeah. Like they do not have A single player over 800 yards receiving. Really? Uh, Their number one is Jaden Reed was 793. They have nine players with over 200 yards receiving in the season. And they are all one or second, first or second year players. Yeah. That's impressive. Seeing as how slow they came out of the game.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing too is like Christian Watson, who was supposed to, he was drafted to be their one. He's, like, their third or fourth best guy. Uh, he played nine games, had
0: 422 yards, but five touchdowns.
1: Yeah, but, like, he's, he's not reliable. Like, Dontavian Wicks has been great. Romeo Dobbs has been great. Jaden Reed has been great. Like, he was drafted to be the dude, you know, to replace uh, Devontae Adams, and he's their third or fourth guy. Like, that's, yep. that's a good problem to have when you can find these dudes that eventually figure it out. Then you have your tight ends with Tucker Craft and uh, Luke Musgrave figuring it out. I think those guys, too, as as the season's gone on, they've figured it out more. Well, Tucker Craft, in
0: the beginning of the year, through, I'd say through week six, I didn't know he existed. Was
1: he a, like a third string, fourth string? Yeah, Yeah.
0: But then Luke Musgrave got hurt, and that immediately pushed him up to the number one somehow because i don't remember him ever being on the field yeah i i have no idea but uh he's played well luke musgrave been playing okay um i don't remember exactly what the injury was but i think it slowed him down towards the end of the year okay so but yeah they're playing their best ball Dallas is not. So they did not. So we do have to
1: we do have to talk about Dallas, and I feel like the okay. So I want to talk about Dak just a little bit, and I feel, so there's like there's a narrative right where Black, like Black Kirk Cousins, he's great in in the regular season, and then as soon as he gets to the playoff, he folds like a taco.
0: Yeah, it's the the thing I've heard from everyone on Vikings Twitter. Sure. Is he is the black Kirk Cousins?
1: I mean, kind of. It's a narrative, and he cannot shake it. So the the thing is, though, when you take when you have a guy that plays that well, like in the regular season, like that's a big enough sample size to know, okay, that's that's who he is, right? He will get MVP votes. He is that guy. However, I think there's starting to be a big enough sample size in the playoffs. That kind of tells a different story about him in the playoffs. And, like, at some point, you are who you are. Like, is is Dak the guy that can take the, the Cowboys to a Super Bowl? To a conference championship, even? I know what he would say to that. I mean... Yeah, here we go. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> my wife has now uh, noticed that she'll be in the kitchen. And she'll go, is it that Dallas guy again? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, he's going, yeah, here we go.
1: <laughs> so I, uh, at the end of the game, uh, he Jordan Love did it. Jordan Love did it, but not enough conviction. But I think he did it the right way. because no, he like you had to go for you it. Can't, I feel like it would be so disrespectful <laughs> if he just mimicked him. I think so he just kind of did it. All right, here we go. <laughs> just got away
0: I, I think it would have been absolutely hilarious. Just spit in his face. Just,
1: it, it would have been really funny, but I just think go for it. I think he threaded the needle well for himself. I think so too, but it's less fun that way. But yeah, so um, it is. The, Dak, is Dak the guy? He's got a he. His so contract. He his get, contract is coming up. He'll. He I think will get MVP votes
0: this year. Correct. And I think Jerry Jones in the offseason will actually look at getting rid of him. Probably or finding his replacement. That's weird. Like that's very weird.
1: And I, I feel like we can have a similar conversation when we talk about the dolphins, but like who, who do you replace them with? How do you, how do you upgrade? Like, I feel like some of these teams are kind of stuck in that probably th- like third tier, a quarterback. And you know not not super unlike the Vikings with Kirk Cousins and like you're kind of
0: we're in a much better
1: place though because we did not make the playoffs. Correct. Which and helps a ton. And at this point we don't have money invested into a, you know, kind of top of tier 3 type of guy. We will. We probably will. Yes. That's that's not what we're talking about today. So but with a team like Dallas what would be the pivot? Who would you even Not Trey Lance? I would hope not. It's not Trey Lance.
0: I so would I, say you're kind of stuck with Dak.
1: Probably. I think. I think resigning Dak is probably the right choice. They're,
0: I. They're kind of in the situation that the Vikings were like two years ago. Yeah. We're like, you know, Kirk's probably not your guy, or Dak's probably not your guy,
1: but like, you don't really have a choice. It's it's either, you know, it's either sign Dak or have the carousel of quarterbacks, and you're never gonna find a it, dude it again I, you know? I so think
0: I, next year I'm so sorry next year is his final year of his contract and I could see Dallas trying to replace him this year but I don't think anybody's going to be available I could see like a third or fourth round pick at quarterback for them oof. is it going to help I don't think
1: so I mean maybe you take but, like a high upside guy. Maybe. Like third, fourth round like Spencer Rattler, Joe Milton, somebody like that.
0: I think Dallas is kind of screwed. Um I think this was their year to kind of figure stuff out. Yeah. And it didn't happen.
1: Uh do you think Mike McCarthy should be fired?
0: Yes. I thought he should have been fired last year.
1: I mean, they I don't would... like Mike McCarthy. Okay. So separate the person no no no.
0: it's not that I don't like him personally I don't like him as a coach I just don't I mean the, he's weird to me
1: here's like the thing that's weird is like they went 12 and 5 3 straight years he gives me
0: Brandon Staley vibes
1: that's fair I get ah uh, no I don't see it
0: that's the vibes I get
1: from him Brandon Staley was like he was absolutely had to be the smartest and most complicated person ever so like that's to me, that was his downfall with McCarthy. I just think he's kind of an old head that's kind of stuck in the way that he does things.
0: But he's an analytics guy now.
1: No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not.
0: He hired a computer dude. That was a legit statement, is I it, he said I hired quote, a computer dude.
1: Quote, I hired a computer dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> I shit you not. Because they were asking about analytics. Because he used to be opposed to it when he's in Green Bay. Yeah, but then he told Jerry then, Jones
1: he watched every snap.
0: Yeah, he he told Jerry Jones that he's an analytics guy now. Yeah, no, he fucking is. And Jerry Jones went, "Oh, really?" And he goes, "Yeah, I hired a computer dude." And Jerry Jones goes, "A uh, computer guy? Hell yeah! All right, we're going to Dallas. We're going to win the Super Bowl. I'll get you two computers." <laughs> You can even hook him up to the Jumbotron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, I, I it is it is weird. Like he, very successful regular season coach who at twelve and five in three straight seasons, and then three straight very disappointing. They did win one playoff game. Yep, but doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. So I don't know. It, he's probably gone.
0: I would say it takes a championship, like a an NFC championship game appearance to mean anything. Yeah. Otherwise, were you really in the playoffs?
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. Especially lose being the only, the only team to ever lose to a seven seed, you know? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Uh, We can move on to the, the other travesty. That was the uh, NFC East and uh, the Bucks Eagles. Eagles looked like shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've been waiting for them to kind of turn it around because, like... I think everybody kind of has. They're talented.
1: Yeah. But it's
0: not working. So... I don't know what to tell them because, like, something's got to change.
1: I've been thinking about this a bit, and the offense to me looks like a college offense. A little bit, yeah. Like, where they just can't... So they they do one thing, and that is they out-talent the other team. But they're not doing it very well. Yeah, well, I mean... I will say AJ Brown was hurt, but that's not the reason they lost. No. Like, but the way that they play offense, it seems like they're just like, well, we're just gonna line up and beat you because that's how it worked last year. And it did work last year.
0: Like last year they had more designed plays, like well designed plays.
1: And and I and with that, I mentioned I know I mentioned earlier or like before the season that losing both of your coordinators is gonna have a pretty big effect. You did, and I think most, most every like analyst podcast, whatever. I think even you said eh, it's not going, it's not really going to be a big deal. I thought Sirianni was a bigger part of it. I apparently he apparently wasn't. not. I, I I guess Shane Steichen is legitimately just like a better play caller, play designer, all of that stuff than anybody they had, and it really showed this year.
0: The Colts almost made the playoffs.
1: Yeah, with
0: Gardner Minshew as quarterback. Uh, Gannon. He coached up a team that was
1: horseshit. They played like hell for him. They played good. Maybe maybe there's something to it. Look, man, I just want to say I I absolutely called that. You did? That that was going to mean more than people were making out to be. You did. Um, I lose that
0: one, but, I mean, heads are going to roll. I don't think that they are a complete, like, I think – at least 30% roster turnover this coming year, which for a team as talented as them is not what you want to see. Yeah. But I think it's going to happen.
1: I think it kind of has to. Uh,
0: Jason Kelsey has not announced his retirement. He did. He didn't.
1: Uh, I just saw a clip on
0: Twitter but uh, from his podcast. He didn't announce it. I just watched it today. He didn't announce it. He said... I will announce it when the time is or I will tell people when the time is right and after a loss like that the time is not right. So like he's Bro, he's, he's saying he's, he's done, done. Okay. Uh, but he's not technically announcing
1: it. That's the only thing that matters, he's done.
0: But he's um, done coming. So he's gone. Um they asked Lane Johnson after the game, are you coming back? And he goes, Yeah, I'm coming back. So you at least have one of your all pro talented linemen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I believe they also asked Brandon Graham, and Brandon Graham said if they'll have me, I'll play again. Yeah. And I then think
1: Fletcher Cox is another guy. Fletcher
0: Cox they asked, and I believe he said that he doesn't know. So there's I a mean, lot of like leadership guys that were kind of a question if they're going to come back or retire.
1: At the same time, asking players that after they lost like that in the playoffs, I think that's kind of shitty. Yeah. I understand why you do it, yeah. but like
0: Well, if you're not going to do sucks. it, somebody else is going to do it.
1: Right. So, Right. Um, I don't know. They I think Sirianni's gone. Man, that's a that's a big fall from grace.
0: You know? It depends on like how attached Howie Roseman is. But I I think Sirianni's gone.
1: Like I, I That actually... G,
0: that GM is fucking staying.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. GM is staying. Yeah. Uh I did see a post kind of right before we started recording. It was uh Sirianni said that or somebody said that Sirianni was gonna have a meeting with Jeffrey Lurie, which is the owner of the Eagles, and he was gonna lay out a plan of how to get everything fixed and whatever. So maybe, maybe he'll stay. I think he probably will. Cause like, it's tough to go from, you know, so I think his first year, that was Jalen Hurts first year. They lost to the bucks in the playoffs, right? Well, that was,
0: who else was starting at quarterback? Cause it wasn't Jalen. Right. Right. Somebody else started. And
1: Jalen finished the season. Finished but that was the his season. first year. They made it to the yeah. playoffs. His second year, Jalen's first year as, starter lost in the Super Bowl they almost win the Super Bowl and then you know you start and then this year you start as good as you did and then you fizzle out towards the end it's it's tough to move on from from that kind of success but
0: But just something with the leadership is wrong though yeah like that you can't be a team that goes 10 and 1 and then lose every single remaining game but one
1: yeah, no, I, it's bad. I mean, clearly the biggest factor was Big Dom getting kicked off the sideline.
0: To be fair, that is when the turning point <laughs> happened. Maybe he was a bigger factor in these games than we knew about, or maybe
1: they just actually sucked and then they started playing better teams. Maybe. All right, there's one last NFC. Well, hold on, we we should we should give a little bit of respect to the Bucks. Oh, the Bucks played their asses. They played off. a hell of a game. Uh, I
0: Baker. Is fine. Yeah, the defense is fucking good. That defense is fun. It's good. Uh, also, they have like three of their top defensive players up for contract this season. Yeah, I think there's a pretty good chance they don't go back.
1: Probably not. Um, so at the same time, Baker's not making a ton of money, in his contract, if they would decide to keep him, it's probably not going to be a lot of money.
0: So, I but I these defensive players want a chance to win a super bowl i'd think i guess that's fair because there's uh i don't know i don't think it's vita vea vita vea i think is locked up there's another defensive and shaquille barrett is he still there
1: he's kind of old though yeah
0: but i think he's gone sure i think he's looking for like a chiefs or uh somebody like that to yeah. go sign with
1: and then maybe like wait, what uh levante david or
0: levante david i believe is under devin white devin i white. think is the one that's up I could see him moving on. Yeah. Um, Antoine Winfield Jr. Oh, he's up for contract. He's going to get bank. Yeah. No matter if he stays or goes, he's getting banked.
1: Yeah. he One of the best defend, defenders all year. Uh, I think he's first team All-Pro. Deserved it. Rode Absolutely. Scott, you to go first?
0: Yes. Thank you, P.J. Fleck. All right. So on to the last game. I think it was the best game of the week, and I think anybody that doesn't say it was uh, did not watch the games. Yeah. Uh, the Rams went to Detroit to take on the Lions, the golf Stafford, Trade Bowl. All of it. Uh, first off, I'd just like to say I have a problem with Detroit fans booing Stafford. Yeah. That seems very shitty. That seems a bit... A bit much. he didn't, like, request a trade, I don't think, did he?
1: Yeah, it's not like he was kind of angling to get out of town. He wasn't, I like, demanding the, a trade. The
0: team kind of said, like,
1: hey, we'll let you go. Yeah,
0: we're going to let you go play for a winner. Yeah. Because they knew,
1: like, they were in rebuild. Yeah. And it, he did nothing wrong. Dude, he gave everything every single time he played.
0: Uh, he let- was asked after the game are you happy for the fans? And he said, I'm happy for the players. Yeah.
1: And then, and then the Lions fans are mad that he said that. They are mad. They are so mad. They fucking booed, they booed the guy. They booed him and his family. You see the video of his wife and kids walking down the sideline and then booing the shit out of them? If you're going to boo
0: them, get ready for him to clap back. Like... yeah. You can't Why ac- would he be happy for you when he did all of that shit for you for nine, ten seasons? You
1: can't have it both ways. And
0: then, you, you, like, you fucking boo him. Yeah. That, was so,
1: uh,
0: that pissed me off. Yeah. Like, from that moment, I was cheering hardcore for the Rams. Oh, yeah. And I am a Lions. Like, I love the Lions this year. But right there in that game, in that moment, I was a Rams fan. Yeah. Uh, they lost 24 to 23 it did kind of come down to the wire but it, like it did i don't think it was ever like truly in doubt i think the lions kind of had it
1: well the only I thing felt, is
0: i felt I, like they had the grasp of the game
1: the lions went 3 for 3 in the red zone the rams oh went 0 for 3 yes that's that's the difference uh i think the the rams got a little too predictable in the red zone uh they were even saying on the broadcast like they targeted cooper cup like nine times or something just in the red zone. So, like, it seemed like they didn't have any other answer than to just throw it to Cooper Cup. And it didn't work. So, I, you know, this might be another... who uh, had a game back Oh, he had a hell of a game. Uh, nine
0: for 181 and a touchdown. Amandra St. Brown for the Lions. He had a game. Seven, 110. Yeah. Like, this was... Truly the type of playoff game that you want to see. Yeah. Where it's two very evenly matched teams. I just was, fighting their asses. I off. was
1: a little disappointed that it really slowed down in the second half. Yeah. I, I think the Lions will be scored three in the second half. Yeah. That's, um, all the,
0: that's all they needed.
1: But yeah, no, it that was a good game. It was entertaining. It was very close. Stafford, man, I don't think Stafford is gonna get the credit that he deserves for the the season that he had this year. Um, like the counting stats and all that kind of stuff isn't really going to show it, but I think he was playing some of the best ball that any quarterback is playing all season.
0: I don't disagree.
1: Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the same shit that he's done throughout his entire career. Like the dude, the dude is nuts.
0: The wide receiver maker. That is who he is. He has given some of the best wide receiver seasons of all time. Uh, Puka Nakua this year, uh Amonra St. Brown a couple years ago. Lat-
1: Lat- I don't think he played with Amonra.
0: I think he had his rookie year, because Amonra's in his third season.
1: That trade happened
0: in twenty twenty. Oh man, I'm what it's twenty twenty four right now. Yeah. Shit. I
1: don't I don't think he ever played with Amonra Saint Brown.
0: Who's the other one? Well he, he had one
1: more. He had Kenny Galladay.
0: Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay went
1: yeah. nuts with Matthew Stafford. Um Marvin Jones went nuts.
0: Marvin Jones, 10 touchdowns two years in a row.
1: Yeah. Um, And then obviously Calvin Johnson.
0: Calvin Johnson, yeah. 1921.
1: But then you also have, from the Rams days, you had Cooper Cup with his 2,000-yard season. Yep. Not 2,000 yards. Close.
0: Well, I mean, the triple crown. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, Stafford is legit. Still. Uh, I I,
1: I think he'll be back next year.
0: If he retires... So be it, but he's got some ball left in him. Yeah. But, yeah, good good for you, Lions. Uh, I will probably this coming week be cheering on the Lions. Um, but on to the AFC, and we are going to rip through the AFC. Okay. The first game, at least. Uh, Bill Steelers, Steelers started Mason Rudolph.
1: That's about all you need to know? That's it. I mean, it was a closer game than I was anticipating. It really was. I mean, it was like a one-score game, Kinda. and then and then it wasn't at the end. Um, Did game... you ever
0: have any thoughts that Pittsburgh was going to win?
1: Oh, exactly.
0: <laughs> it, it may have been a one-score game, but it was not a one-score
1: game. Yeah, I. So all the, I see a lot of uh, sentiment in Vikings fans about the continuation of mediocrity and i wonder if what what those people are actually thinking is what the the Steelers are doing because probably i mean okay to be fair, 17 straight winning seasons for a coach
0: no not losing
1: seasons okay yeah he had a, he had one it was eight eight, 8 8 1 one yeah yeah so 17 years not a single losing season for mike tomlin That's insane. However, if you don't have a steady Hall of Fame quarterback throughout that, you're going to kind of be stuck in purgatory, which I feel like they kind of are. Right now, yeah. Right now they are.
0: People were talking about getting Mike
1: Tomlin fired. Uh, What the fuck would he be fired for? Did you, well, I mean, his coordinator choices? I don't think they're necessarily all him. He hired Matt Canada because he that, was already in the building. That field. one,
0: that one was bad,
1: and then he didn't fire him after the first year.
0: De- defensive coordinator, he is the defensive coordinator, sure, and that defense de- is legit.
1: Their defense is fine, but like you got to score points. True. So I
0: maybe you probably shouldn't have drafted Kenny Pickett.
1: And I will say, like, and, and kind of the same with Bill Belichick, even though like you know the product isn't there or quite you know, what they wanted and stuff like that. Like sometimes at some point, like a different perspective, a different voice, like just kind of a fresh.
0: I think you got to give him a, a quarterback. Probably, yeah. And see. Because he so still I, is a very good head coach. I,
1: I want to be very clear. I don't think they should fire Mike Tomlin. I think Mike Tomlin's probably a top three coach. But.
0: Of modern history. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But like I understand like if they did it, I would understand why. And I don't know if you saw the press conference after the game when somebody asked somebody asked him like hey, oh, so you got, you got you got one year left on your contract, and he just walked off. <laughs> he just the the blank stare that he gave and then just turned and walked away. Yeah. Fair. Fair.
0: Fair. He just know. lost a fucking playoff game. I wouldn't want to
1: answer that question. But yeah, that game was horseshit. Uh I, I do wanna I do want to get a little bit um Josh Allen plays so fucking soft for being 6'5, 260 pounds. <laughs> I just want to get that out there. Like, there's a there's a video compilation of him flopping, and it's like two and a half minutes long. And like, you can't, you can't be the dude that runs around trucking people. You know, I, I don't want to say it was a fake slide because I don't think it was a fake slide. I don't, it wasn't. He did kind of pull up, and then saw that the defenders pulled up, so that he took off again. So like, if, like I, I don't know if I've ranted about like, you know being annoyed that people are annoyed about the rule changes with hits and stuff. You have, I don't know if I've done it on the pod though. You have. Okay. So this is the only like really like rule thing that really fucking bugs me is like the protection that the quarterbacks have while they're runners and people abusing that. Yeah. Like that's the one that really fucking bugs me. Like for, for me, as soon as you leave
0: Past the line of scrimmage, you are now a running back. Yeah. All the rules should apply
1: as a running back. Yeah.
0: If a running back slides to not get hit, he should have the same exact protection as a quarterback does.
1: Well, that's the thing, though, because like running backs will not
0: slide. Correct. But quarterbacks, if you start sliding or like you're about to slide, that's over. It's, <laughs> it's done
1: with. Yeah. I. You can't do that shit. Again, I don't think this... Uh, the one the one that happened in this game, I don't think it was a fake slide. I don't think it was him, like, faking out the defense, like, oh, I'm gonna pull up and then go, like... I,
0: I think it was honestly, like, a, a stop and, like, see where I'm
1: gonna head with it. I think it was a bad... I think it was a juke move that he lost his balance a little bit and just kind of, like, stuttered and then, like, realized that the, the defense just kind of stopped. So then he just fucking took off. But then, like, later in the game, when you run, like, a little read option and then, like, you slide down and you get bumped a little bit, you throw your fucking head back to be like, oh, look at me, I got hit. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. You can't be both. That's unfair.
0: I would. The one that drives me nuts is I want to see if a quarterback is running past the line of scrimmage and he's going out of bounds and he's still in bounds, let the defenders fucking kill him.
1: I've seen a couple of those, actually, and they haven't thrown the flag.
0: That's new. Because they have been at the beginning of the year. I think I remember seeing and I that think this year. Goodell was pissed about it too. Yeah. Because like they're throwing flags when they're in bounds getting hit. Like yeah. we know he's going out of bounds, but he's still in the field to play.
1: Right. And, and he, if,
0: he should get out of bounds earlier if he doesn't want to take a hit. Exactly. Just like a running back, you're you're not going to throw a flag if a running back is like half in bounds, half out of bounds, and they get blasted. Like it's just just if he's a running back at that point. Yeah. Same with a wide receiver. When you have the ball in your hand, you've established yourself as a runner. Same fucking rules apply.
1: Yeah. That's about all I got for this game.
0: All right. I'm going to move on to the Chiefs and the Dolphins. I really don't think there's a whole lot to say about this game. The Dolphins' play calling was bad. The Dolphins did not look prepared for
1: the cold. They they looked like they didn't want to be there. I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to be there.
0: No. As as a Minnesotan who w- recently we have been that cold. Yeah. Um I work outside. Yeah. Kind of. Um yeah, the doors are open. Yeah. I was in a similar mindset to the Dolphins, I feel like, where in at work I'm just going Why the fuck am I here?
1: Or just yeah, why, just why am I here? Just all right, is that clock done yet? Yeah. Why, are we ready to go home yet?
0: Are we, every time the doors close, I go try to find the nearest heat source and go, I need to warm up my hands a little bit. My yeah. hands hurt. Yeah. Like, why am I putting in effort? I'm changing 16 batteries today. Why? Why do I have to change all these batteries? Like, fuck. And that's what the Dolphins were like. Yeah. The Chiefs showed up.
1: They played. They look. Li- they looked like a competent football team. Their receivers were catching the ball. Rasheed Rice is actually a good player. Yes. Um, <laughs> Kelsey wasn't catching it. <laughs> so that he had a couple drops.
0: That first drop where it was in his hands and he dropped it. Yeah. Oh my god! I could just see Andy Reid's face on the sideline, a whole freezing off mustache and everything. Oh, that must the
1: pissed. The shot of him with his frozen mustache is fantastic.
0: So I have to say, as a man who has a mustache,
1: yeah.
0: uh, people are asking how... So Jason Kelsey specifically asked on this podcast, how does it get so wet that you can get icicles on it? it it's legitimately just breathing. Like, I can go outside right now. Like, I snowmobile. When I'm snowmobiling, I'll take my helmet off and my mustache will be frozen. Yeah, it's not because my nose is running down in there. It's because I breathe and air moisture comes out of your nose. Most people take their hand and kind of you know scratch it off so that you don't have ice on your mustache. He just does it. Andy Reid didn't give a shit. <laughs> he just full straight up. He I'm won- a snowman for this game. He wanted
1: that ice caterpillar.
0: <laughs> uh, I think. Travis said that someone came up to him and said on the sideline after a play, hey, you got something on your mustache? And Andy Reid said, it's a fucking football game, not a beauty pageant.
1: (laughs) And I I love that.
0: I like me some Andy Reid. I bet you he really enjoyed a cheeseburger after that game.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: But, yeah, Dolphins do better. I don't think it's any of the players' fault. I think it's... That type of attitude comes from coaching. You have to coach them to be ready. Sure. Um,
1: Which sucks, because I really like Mike McDaniel. I really do. The play calling was bad, too.
0: Like, this whole... The entire Miami situation was just not good.
1: Uh, Well, like the last, like, six weeks of the year.
0: Yeah. The helmet cracking situation... uh, V- Viserys, whatever the helmet manufacturer is for Pat Mahomes, okay. did come out and talk about it. Really? Uh, their plastic helmets are designed to flex and stretch. Well, it was so cold. It just shattered. We, we, yeah, but like they're designed to have space in between that shell and the padding yeah. to absorb some of the hits. Because it was so cold, and he, he did not keep his helmet by the heater which is strange
1: so it just stayed brittle
0: it was it so when he put it on it there was moisture from his sweat and you know from your head being hot yeah and they believe that there was some ice that built up in there causing even more rigidity along with the plastic just being cold sure and when he got hit the force was of a very high amount yeah and it was enough to crack part of it and when it the one part of it cracked, it kind of sent a shockwave through the rest of it, and it had no flex, so it snapped. So, huh. But the helmet did its job. It yeah, still no. absorbed the impact. Right. And people are like, well, I don't want to buy that helmet. That's what so it's supposed to do. The, the helmet did exactly what it needed to do. It was just so fucking cold that helmets can't work.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: like They can't work how they're made to. Just like your fingers, go stand outside in negative fifteen degree weather for five minutes without moving your fingers, and then go try to bend them real quick. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. So, just shut up about the fucking helmet. It did its job.
1: I didn't know that that was that that was the thing that people were upset about.
0: Oh, people are saying like they're gonna they're not gonna let their kids buy the helmet cause because it broke. It broke. That's
1: the that's that's a good thing. Yeah, it breaking is a good thing. It, it I don't know broke,
0: so he didn't break.
1: I'm, I'm shocked that people don't know that that's a good thing.
0: And it, it's, it wasn't like it was a catastrophic failure either. It was just the flexible piece in the front of the helmet that is made to flex. It just couldn't flex because, because it, was it was fucking cold. frozen. But because it broke away, it saved him from a concussion, probably. So, I don't know. Did I, its job?
1: I honestly didn't know that that. Was. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I. It's rough for the Dolphins. It's two years in a row that they have had really good starts, and then just kind of pissed it away. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, Actually, uh, they had a lot of defensive starters go down with season-ending injuries. That sucks.
0: Uh, Tyreek Hill uh, got manhandled. He. At least one rep, he oh, man, got put man. on his ass. He responded to that video. Yeah, I know. And he said, "I got what was it? I got blocked right into Cancun. Like I, I got
1: jammed into Cancun." <laughs> yeah, that's fucking good. Yeah. Now he's having good. He was having fun with that, so that's good. Uh, but yeah, Chiefs moving on. Uh, the last game, uh, Texans Browns.
0: I thought this was going to be a hell
1: of a game. I thought it was too. It started that way. It did. We I texted you about.
0: The dude breakdancing on Joe Flacco. Oh, that was great. That, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up the play. I don't remember who the defensive player was. It doesn't matter.
1: I think it was King. Was it Kevin King?
0: Possibly.
1: I think so. But he's
0: breakdancing on the back of Joe Flacco. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. It was great. And then it went downhill.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so halftime, it was really close. I think it was 17 to 14 at halftime. 24. Oh, that's right. 24. They, scored, they scored right yeah. before half. So 24-14. We thought we were going to get a, a real shootout. And then Joe Flacco. He shit the bet. He, well, he always kind of, he was always going to throw a few up for grabs. And it just so happens that these ones weren't up for grabs, though. Well, the one he was <laughs> trying to throw it out of bounds, and he didn't quite get it there. Yeah,
0: pick six. Yeah. Uh, then the point after, and then the kickoff,
1: and then pick six. Uh, pick six, six. yeah. <laughs>
0: And that's kind of where the game ended, yeah. honestly. I will be honest. I turned it off.
1: That's fair. Um, there wasn't a whole lot after that. Uh, CJ Stroud's really good. He's good. He's really good. Good at the football. Um, I think their offense... And and I will say, I, I it's kind of a theme of the weekend of the teams that did well and the teams that were successful. It seemed like had a good plan to maximize the players that they had on offense. Yep. You look at Bobby Slowick for the Texans. You look at Jordan Love uh, and Matt LaFleur on oh, the Packers. Lay Flower. Uh, both Lions and the Rams, obviously very good play callers, very yep. good designers. They were both very successful.
0: Buccaneers did exactly as much as they had to 100%. Um, so I you know
1: the the Bills it's just kind of Josh Allen being Superman and the Chiefs is just kind of Mahomes doing enough and the Steelers not having TJ Watt not having a competent oh, quarterback. A quarterback um but man. yeah I I think it was a it was a really this weekend was a really good display of having a really good like having having a scheme that has easy buttons is pretty nice and you can be successful with mid tier ish quarterbacks. If you just have an offense that caters to them, Mm -hmm. but that if you have a guy like right now, uh, Jordan love and CJ Stroud, like the young guys that have those offenses with easy buttons, but they are also playing at like a top tier level. Like you see what happens. It's, It's good for football when
0: you have young quarterbacks playing good. Yeah. But, like, you don't need a guy right now. I think that's, like, offense is in a position where you don't need, like, a superstar. Sure. Because at this point, I don't think I'd consider Stafford a superstar. I wouldn't consider Goff a superstar. The other ones are kind of super uh, baker's not a superstar but she wasn't the reason they necessarily won
1: yeah i mean i don't don't know uh i think you need it helps i do I, i did see something that so i think it's um seven out of eight quarterbacks uh that are left are first round picks and you know take take with that what you will like the first round hit rate on quarterbacks is not Great. However, actually, basically all these guys are first rounders.
0: The first round quarterbacks hit rate for the first overall pick is like 70% solid quarterback. Yeah. Second through 10th round or second through 10th pick. I just saw this breakdown earlier today. Second through 10th pick quarterbacks are like a 48% hit rate. Okay. And then 10th through 32nd is like a 23% hit rate. Woof. So you do want to be near that top 10.
1: Yeah. But? But it's not necessary. No. You can still hit on a guy, you know, mid rounds. You can still hit on a, like, like a Dak Prescott. Like he was what, a fourth rounder? Yep. Fourth rounder. I would, Uh, I would consider him a success, a hit. Like that's. Kirk
0: Cousins, fifth rounder. Fourth Fourth rounder. Russell Um, Wilson, I think, was a third. third. You have, obviously, Tom Brady. Pick 200. You have... 199. Pick 200. Come on now. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant.
1: I'm sorry, he was what?
0: Mr. Irrelevant. I've never heard
1: that before. So
0: that's when you are the last. Okay, shut the fuck up. (laughs) That's when no one wants you. But somebody just goes, fuck it, we'll take him.
1: But yeah, it, it seems like you need a good quarterback... Yeah. Probably. And you usually, can't
0: have a horseshit
1: quarterback. You, yeah, well yeah, the Steelers found that out. Yes. Um, all right. I, th- I think before we before we leave, I think we're just gonna we're gonna pick we're gonna pick the divisional games real quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, Packers, Niners, who you got? Packers at Niners. Niners. Big? Small? Uh, Close.
0: I don't think they cover the plus nine. Okay.
1: Um I'll say the Niners win, but they win by like six. Yeah,
0: I don't think they cover. I think it's within that nine.
1: I think it'll be close ish. Uh Bucks at Lions. What do you got?
0: I'll take Lions. I think, I think the Bucks have a chance for the upset, but I think the Lions win it. And I think this one if if the Bucks win, it's gonna be close. If the Lions win, it might it's be gonna be big.
1: Up. I th- I think it's probably a big Lions win. I think they just have so much energy right now. They got all. Do you see the Dan Campbell in the locker room after it? Give it a game ball to Jared Goff being like, well, you're good enough for Detroit. Yeah. Like they, they got some. They got some hype. They got some stuff cooking. Um. Okay. So Chiefs at Bills. This all right. So. This one's kind of tough.
0: I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think it's more likely that the Bills win the game, but I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I feel like if the Chiefs win this one, it's their year to win the Super Bowl again. Like I feel I like that's like fair. This is the game that's going to prove to them, hey, we can do it. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one.
1: Um. I think I'll take the Bills to win a close one. I know it's tough to beat the same non-divisional opponent uh, twice in one season, but yep. I think it'll be a really good game. I think it'll be close. But I think Josh Allen's just playing too good right now, and I think they've kind of figured some stuff out.
0: I hope for your sake, because this is our lock-off. Is it? Yeah. Right. It's got to be. It's the only lockable game. That's fair. And we picked either side of it. So.
1: Uh, Ravens-Texans. so. Ravens. I think this one... Look, I... I think it's Ravens. Big. Really? Big. I think it's Ravens, but it's
0: closer than you'd want it to be. I think it's Ravens by at least two scores.
1: Woof. I'm thinking more like four to seven. That's what I got. I think it's
0: going to be big. I think it's going to be Ravens like 40-something and Texans like
1: 20-something. For the Ravens' sake, I hope so. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want what happened in Lamar's MVP season where they... They rested everybody in the last week of the season. They had the bye. They came in flat and they lost to who did they lose to? Is it the Chargers? No, I think it was.
0: No, because they played the. They won the divisional game or the. They won the division and Pittsburgh was the second division team, and they played Pittsburgh and lost to Pittsburgh.
1: I don't. I don't I'm, fairly,
0: I'm fairly certain,
1: but I know that but I know they wrong before. But I know that they lost their first game after being the one seed. Yes. So don't come out flat. Just be dominant. Be the team that I picked you to win the Super Bowl. That you are. Just be be that be that team.
0: Okay, we do have to talk about the locks quickly. Okay. So I had the locks competition well in hand, with two games left in the season. And then I played some charity, and I let Dylan pick two games uh, for each of the last two weeks, and well, I had to pick the other side.
1: No, no, no. Hold on. That's that's a little that's a little rewriting of like we agreed on the game. It wasn't. Uh, I picked a game.
0: I let you have pretty much whatever you wanted. I never said no.
1: But you were also okay I, with whatever I picked.
0: Sure. I'm not saying that I wasn't. I'm okay. saying that I picked the other side. I
1: just don't want it to sound like. And you I, went two picked, for two. I just don't want it to sound like I picked clear my favorites. Like not even a chance. No, no. For you no. To come it, back.
0: it still had to be a lockable game. Sure. Like it still had to be within the lockable rules. And I picked the other side. You went two and zero. Oh I did. In so that stretch, tied. so we were tied. Last week, I picked Detroit, and you, you picked the Buccaneers.
1: I don't remember who I had at first. Um.
0: Oh, Browns. You had the Browns at first.
1: I did. I yeah. did have the Browns at first. and Then I'm like, you know what? Them Bucks are gonna pull it off.
0: So we are still tied. We're still tied. And the only lockable game is Chiefs Bills. And I this is it.
1: Yeah, I got I got the Bills. There's no ties. I got the Bills. There's no ties. So yeah. So congrats Colton on your win. <laughs> I Bills mean they're gonna fucking lose it again. I,
0: I feel like this is already kind of a win for me. I'm gonna take it as a win even I mean, if I lose. I don't care.
1: I mean you can I'll play give, it however you want. I'll
0: give you the title. But like in my book it's still it's already a win. Sure. But uh yeah. If you guys wanna lock up some games this week, uh specifically only the Bills and Chiefs, because
1: it's the only lockable game?
0: <laughs> yeah. Unless you tick the underdog. True
1: which I thought about the bucks.
0: It, hey, it's possible, but no. But all right. Yep. Well, that's where we're going to leave it off for today. We appreciate you listening. Uh talk to us on Facebook. Please. <laughs> just anything. <laughs> just ask how our day is going. I don't know. Just interact at least a little, you know. Show this to your friend. I'm just, I'm done. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Phil, show it to your friend.
0: <laughs> and not one of us either. That <laughs> yeah, doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> it
1: doesn't count.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.
1: Peace.